shoals, the hours their constant numbers bring, like insects waking to the advancing spring, which take their rise from grubs obscene that lie in shallow pools or thence ascend the sky. Such are these base ephemeras so born to die before the next revolving morn. This poem, The Newspaper, was written by George Crabbe in 1785, comparing the ephemeral nature of daily papers to the lives of mayflies. The short lifespan of mayflies, often just a day, accounts for the name of the order to which they belong, the ephemeroptera, derived from the Greek ephemeros, lasting a day, plus pteron, wing. Mayflies are so fascinating that whole books could be written about them. Come to think of it, they have been, beginning in 1634 with Algarius Cluteus's De Emrobio. Mayflies are delicate, soft-bodied insects with large eyes, long tails, and more or less triangular-shaped wings, often emerging in huge numbers that, among other things, entice trout to engage in feeding frenzy, much to the delight of anglers. Mayflies are largely responsible for putting the fly in fly fishing, serving as the objects being emulated in the demanding art of fly tying. The March Brown Mayfly in Great Britain, for example, has been modeled by anglers for 500 years, and this approach to fishing was immortalized when Isaac Walton wrote his The Complete Angler in 1653. Our story today begins in northwestern Florida on a day in May, before dawn, in the darkness, on the banks of the Blackwater River, as adults of a tiny mayfly named Delania americana begin to emerge. The species was first described in 1959 based on immature specimens, and the adults were not described until 1971, for good reason. You must be in just the right place, during just the right time, during a two-week window, to see adults. An hour and a half before sunrise, males begin to emerge, appearing like other mayflies, first as a sub-amago or sub-adult, with cloudy-looking wings and not yet sexually mature, then splitting their exoskeleton one last time to molt into full adulthood. They are brownish-purple in color with membranous wings and vestigial twisted legs. Males patrol airspace over a 15 to 20 meter long stretch of the river in search of a mate and will continue to fly until they are totally exhausted, fall into the water, and drown. When females emerge, there is no time to waste. Females never undergo a final molt before mating. After insemination, females deposit their eggs in the water, then die, never becoming fully adult never taking flight, never eating a single meal, and few adults, male or female, will live beyond sunrise. Ephemeroptera are famously short-lived. For example, Cenus latipinus, which also lives in the United States, can expect to survive as an adult for about 37 minutes. But Delania americana holds the record. After spending about two years as an egg, then aquatic nymph, the entire adult life of the female lasts less than five minutes. Males die at the comparatively ripe old age of 30 minutes. This whole crepuscular extravaganza has come and gone in, a, in the span of perhaps 90 minutes. One study of the species in South Carolina showed that eggs laid in June will not hatch until the following spring, 
followed by 12 to 14 months as a nymph. They require clean, fast-moving, highly oxygenated water, making them, like many mayflies, excellent bioindicators of water quality. Nymphs burrow into the sandy river bottom, where they feed on other small insects, such as chironomid midges and ceratopogonid flies. Two unusual strategies are at work in this species. One is spending most of your life as a nymph, eating, growing, and storing up energy, so that the adult stage has only one job, to reproduce without any distractions, like the need to eat. The other we might call flooding the zone. So many mayflies appear at the same time that it is simply impossible for predators to eat them all, assuring that a good number succeed in mating and laying eggs. Human connections to ephemeropterans date from antiquity, the brevity of their lives being noted by Aristotle and Pliny the Elder. A mayfly was pictured in a German engraving by Durer in 1495, and in 1789 Gilbert White described the appearance of mayflies, saying that the air was crowded with them and the surface of the water covered, as large trouts sucked them in as they lay struggling on the surface of the stream. In the first half of the 20th century, before Lake Erie became too polluted, there were fantastic mayfly emergences in towns along the shore. I have seen photographs of drifts of mayflies several feet deep against the front doors of houses under porch lights and heard first-hand accounts of snow plows being deployed to remove mayfly bodies piled inches deep from roadways before they were squished into a greasy mess. Happily, Lake Erie is on the mend, and there are still places where great hatches of mayflies may be seen. In 2014, one swarm of mayflies from the Mississippi was so large and dense that it was detected by radar like a great storm cloud near La Crosse, Wisconsin. And the following year, a bridge over the Susquehanna River in Pennsylvania had to be closed due to piles of mayfly bodies and following a number of automobile accidents caused by the mess. In no more than five minutes of adulthood, female Delania americana find a mate, produce fertilized eggs, continue the circle of life, ensure the survival of her species, and, as one final flourish, offers to feed a fish. We should be inspired to appreciate and make the most of whatever time we have been allotted, hopefully measured in years or decades rather than minutes. For the Species Hall of Fame, this is Quentin Wheeler.